Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Trash episode sixty six Moon. <laughs> My name is Eric, and I am Jason. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Feeling good. Yeah, yeah. Take two. We're, we're ready for it. Take we're two. We're gonna do it yeah, this time. This is for real. <laughs> yeah, uh, we had some uh, difficulties recording the first one because of a. Uh, you know, suck. I was going to say the craftsmanship of the wires or the mic. I was going to make some shit up. Uh, well, that never happened. We just are terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, let's do better this time. Well, we can't do worse. Um, it's possible. <laughs> we talked about Larry the Cable Guy and uh, what else? Uh, that was that was off mic. Your cousin. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, it was. Okay. <laughs> that literally happened 30 seconds ago. I, I have no memory. No, wow. No memory. Wow. I have a problem. <laughs> oh, man. From ages 14 to 28, I smoked weed a lot. <laughs> hey, that's 14 years. What? What is 14 years? I can't even do the math. You're right. It is 14 years. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm done. So when you were 28 to celebrate stopping uh, smoking pot, did you go hit on a 14-year-old? <laughs> No. Give her your phone number. Well, would that have been creepy? Uh, a little bit creepy, maybe. Why, why would I have done that? Well, well, what's I relevant? So I don't, I don't know. Because I was 14 when I stopped and I'm like, right, start, right, started right, right yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, okay. No. No, okay. I should tell that story. About the, yes, we should. <laughs> Speaking of creepy uh, people. Uh, my uh, my friend and I went to uh, a Mexican restaurant that uh, you and I usually go to. Uh pre-podcast. I mm-hmm. uh, haven't been there in a while, but uh, this uh, my, my only other friend and I uh, went there Friday night. And uh, much like when you and I go, I had a weird experience with one of the child laborers who work there. Because <laughs> <laughs> usually you and I go and it's like, you know, a 12-year-old is serving us, you know, uh, you know, uh, our burritos on gigantic plates bigger than him, right. you know, that are scalding hot because he's got the oven mitts that go up to his shoulders on. And, and his younger brother rings us up when we leave. Right, right. <laughs> well, somehow uh, their sister got involved, and so she works there now, too. Uh, so I, I go up and pay, and she's ringing me up, and she says, Can I... I'm, I'm kind of taking a pull. Can I can I ask you a question? <laughs> sure. Thinking, okay, this can't be any weirder than any of the other questions I've ever been asked by your siblings. Uh, and she says, um, what do you think about a 21-year-old guy giving a 14-year-old girl his phone number? <laughs> and I just look at her. This 14-year-old girl. <laughs> She's like, my friend, yeah. <laughs> and I uh, say, well, that's creepy. <laughs> and illegal. 
She's like, oh, because he's here right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, as I'm signing the my name to my credit card slip, you should probably call the cops. <laughs> you think she was more freaked out that it was creepy or that it was illegal? Uh, she seemed surprised that it was illegal, oh, yeah. but I think she knew it was creepy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why would she ask? Right. right. Maybe someone else said, hey, that's creepy. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad you, uh, you know, solidified that notion. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy. Oh my gosh. That is but creepy. you know she is cute. Oh yeah, 14. Uh, yeah. Grass in the field, play ball. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's too creepy for us. <laughs> well, not, not by, you know, historical standards. Well, yeah, not, not, if you, if you not judge, by, uh, if you judge us based on our content. Right, right, right. <laughs> We're trying to turn over a new leaf, though. Are we? Yeah, we're going to be uh, kosher. No. Or at least not creepy. Uh, uh, we're never intentionally creepy. Mm. No. 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 <clears throat> I can't think of any times we've been over the top creepy. Um, we've retained our five listeners. You well, know. Okay. I'd say that, that bodes well for us, although none of them have responded to the... Uh, Episode 65, where I uh, depressed the fuck out of everybody, but, you know. <laughs> well, they figured you were okay. Yeah. You, had, you had me to cheer you up. Yeah. But either way, you know, I'm just saying that, uh, you know, we're, we're, where's the where's the creepy line for us? Well, when have we crossed it? You know, uh, have, have we gone too far over the creepy line? Oh, are are we well down into the, the equator of creepiness? <laughs> uh... I don't think so. I think I don't think so. I think we've stayed away. <laughs> Not like uh, you know the dude that was hitting on your uh, your waitress there or your uh, server or whatever. Maybe. Cashier. Cashier. That's the word. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, no, my waitress was, I believe, of age. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that's what I would assume by her height, which had to be like eight foot six. <laughs> was she in the movie Avatar? She may have been. Was she a blue horse lady? <clears throat> I don't know. Couldn't see her face, but she was wearing a blue shirt. Could have just been her skin. Wow. I don't know. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a movie. Mm, it is indeed a movie. <laughs> see? We agree. Moving on. Next topic. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read much of anything other than the book I'm going to pick for the next show, which I don't want to disclose the title of. Yeah, how was it? I don't want to say. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, and I read Joe the Barbarian number two, which I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. Even better than the first one. Mm-hmm. I did not enjoy the first one. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's Grant Morrison. I got to gotta give it... Uh, give it two or three issues? Uh, I'll probably see it through to its end. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. You, how many issues is it? Eight. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. So you'd give the book eight issues? Is it just I'd give it's... a Grant Morrison book okay. eight issues. That's what I was going to say. Was it just because it's Grant? <laughs> so where's your usual cutoff? Uh, like if you're two issues in and it sucks? Three. Really? Three four. I'm, I'm two. Sometimes one. Like Greek Street, one was enough. Uh, yeah, that was uh, enough for me there. Um, uh, unwritten. I only read like the first two issues, but in order to switch up to the trades on those, mm. and it seems to be doing well enough on its own that I can go back to. 
trade waiting on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's going to last. Yeah. Uh, yeah, usually like uh, around three issues is when I start thinking, hey, you know, I give it a fourth issue, and sometimes the fourth issue will fool you. Because the fourth issue will come out, and it's like, oh my god, this was amazing. Yeah. And then, like, issue five comes out, and it's back to the regular <laughs> crap. <clears throat> See, uh, I, Doom Patrol. Oh. <laughs> I, I, uh, three is enough for me. If it's not good by three, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe my attention span's a little shorter. But, yeah. Well, you did smoke pot for 14 years. That's so, true. Yeah. That's true, yeah. I think I started around 14. I think it lasted about 28. <laughs> I remember telling somebody that recently, but I can't think of who it was. <laughs> but yeah. Excuse me. You know, I actually toyed with the idea. It's been two years since I've smoked weed, and I toyed with the idea of smoking weed today before I went to see Avatar. Three years? Four years? What? You're 32. Am I really? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it hasn't. Maybe it wasn't 28 then. Maybe it was more like 29 or 30. Because I know it was at the last house I lived at. Which, yeah, I lived there just about a year and a half, two years ago. So, yeah, it was probably more like 30. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I thought, I was like, well, that would be neat to see a 3D movie while I'm, while I'm a little baked. Mm. But uh, I decided against it. So, I went, I went normal style. No more weed. No more weed. No more Avatar. No more Avatar. I, I probably will only see it six more times in the theater, and then I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> now, this was, uh, for anyone who may or may not care, this was my second time seeing it in the theater because my lady friend hadn't got a chance to see it. And uh, she, she took your other lady friend to I, see I it. Took, I took my other lady friend, Doogie. Doogie. I started <laughs> to call him Dougal. Uh, Doogie Mulhan. And he he really liked it. So yeah, no no, I think I'm I think I'm done seeing it in the theater. Right, yeah, I might see it once on video just see what it looks like. I wouldn't. No, because as much as I didn't like it, I'd have to say that if I saw it on DVD, like no 3D at all, uh, I would have fucking hated it. At this point, I just disliked it immensely. All right. <laughs> see, I I really enjoyed it. And I can only imagine seeing it in 3D because, like, the draw of it is is the it's crazy 3D, visuals, right? right. right. It'd be like, uh, like deciding if you want to see it, you know, not in 3D would be like deciding if you want to unplug your taste buds when you're going out for a steak dinner. Right. It's right. like, why? Why would yeah. you do that? I mean, I, granted, it costs, you know, like $3 more or whatever, but... It's worth it. It kind of makes the movie. 3D, yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, I I strongly disliked it, but yeah, I'm glad that I did see it in 3D at a theater rather than wait for it to come out on DVD at home. Right. Where it would just be, you know, small and not 3D. Is there any technology to see it in 3D at home? They do release, like Coraline, they're released in 3D on video, but uh, I don't... I I think that uh, those are still just the regular, uh, like... Duo tone, you know, glasses. But uh, they did. Uh, they do have three D televisions now. Really? Yes. Wow. I'm assuming that they are the the you know same technology that they use for like Avatar and My Bloody Valentine and oh, all that. You know? That's a classic. <clears throat> hey, 
They both use the same 3D technology. Really? Real 3D? Well, not the exact technology, because, you know, Jim James Cameron invented his own. Right, right. But, you know. Of course. Of course he has. But the projector, you know, yeah. yeah. It, it seemed a lot flatter. I mean, as far as just, like... I mean, stuff still, like, shot out of the screen right. towards you, but it seemed very, like, you know, obvious and flat or whatever. Right. But... Yeah. Like I said, James Cameron invented his own technology. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the guys who remade My Bloody Valentine did not have access to the same budget. To the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say. Uh, 3D films. You know, I saw Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D on VHS. Really? And it was actually kind of cool. Like, there's a scene, you know, where he comes out of the water and his hand goes right towards the screen. And yeah. Ooh, chilling. I think I saw that on Shock Theater in 3D. Oh, really? Yes. Dr. Creep? Dr. Creep. Wow. That's awesome. Ah, memories. Memories, that's, indeed. That's my favorite Universal movie, uh, monster movie. I love The Creature from the Black Lagoon. I like it. I don't remember any of it. Uh, yeah, I've always been a big fan of you know the Frankenstein. Dragon. Oh yeah. Uh, I look forward to someday them remaking Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, I'm sure they will. They've been talking about it for ten years. Really? And I've in the past two years, I think they've had like three different directors attached to it. <laughs> wow. And I think each time it just falls through. I'd like to see that. Yeah. I really want to see one. Yeah. I still want to see Wolfman too. I do as well. Heard anything negative, positive? I have not heard a thing about it. Yeah. I've heard one negative review, but it was from a guy I don't really trust. Mm. So, who knows? Because mm. we played the trust game the other day, I fell back and he just let me fall. Bastard. I know. Uh, yeah, obviously, I wouldn't listen to what yeah. he had to say about oh, the movie. I know. Yeah. No matter what. Dick. What a dick. I wasn't, I wasn't pleased. The Hulk. The Hulk's big and strong. Anyone out there disagree? Write us. I go to trash. <laughs> hey, who would win in a fight, the Hulk or Superman? That sounds like some retarded thing that would be on the Mavericks Facebook. <laughs> uh, I believe it was. Uh, I think it was Silver Surfer. No, Green I Lantern. believe they did Hulk Superman. Did they really? Uh, okay. About a week ago. Yeah. What was the Green Lantern one? Was it Silver Surfer? Green, Green Lantern, Silver Surfer. Clearly a silver surfer. Well, in popularity-wise, I'd go green. Popularity, green. Sales, sales, sales figures. If we're talking actual character and actual power-wise, of course it's going to be the silver surfer, because he's got the power cosmic. (laughs) Give it to him by Galactus. Green Lantern is an interstellar cop. He's an interstellar cop, but his power only worth on willpower, and, you know, the silver surfer has definitely way more willpower, because he's more than human. That's true, and he could just uh, dip himself in the yellow food color. Sure. Or just stand in front of the sun and reflect. (laughs) He wins. Yeah. I love the silver surfer. I do as well. Um, Even when he's drawn by Ron Lynn. Uh, Hey, I read the comic during that run. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, <coughs> yeah, I do have a, I, I have a like of the concept of Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, have no desire to read, uh, the current ongoing series. You know, the last Green Lantern I read 
was uh, when Kyle Rayner was first being Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, <clears throat> I like walked over to the Kroger. I think I went to with my mom. She was getting her hair cut. <laughs> and I walked over to the Kroger. I'm like, I'm going to look at the comics. And I bought an issue of Green Lantern. And I was like, I haven't read Green Lantern in years. I'm going to read one. And I bought one. And I took it over to the beauty shop where she was at and like sit there. And uh, and he was like wearing Nine Inch Nails t-shirts and like trying to talk all hip. And I was just like, I don't like this. No, he wasn't trying to talk all hip. I, that's how I remember it. That's, that's how you remember it, but you're wrong. He I, was wearing Nine Inch Nails t-shirts. Yeah. But he wasn't trying to talk all hip. It, se- it seemed like he was like using lingo or something. Nope. You know, you know the one I'm talking. About? Oh, I know exactly the yeah. one you're talking about because uh, I was a big fan and I read those all of them multiple yeah. times, yeah. over and over again throughout he, the years. He wasn't hip at all, trendy maybe. He had a hip haircut and he was again wearing the Nine Snails t-shirt right. and he was in a club and stuff like that. And that's that's the tone, the vibe I got from yeah, it. But it no, just... he spoke like a normal human being. Right. Yeah, maybe a, a dude thrown out there, but right. you know, yeah. who doesn't say that? Right. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I thought. I was just I thought he was a little too. Maybe you're thinking of Superboy. Ah, uh, you know, I did read some good Superboys. Mm, okay. Yeah. But he was definitely more the uh, hip lingo kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. He back had, back in that He had the leather era. jacket. Yeah, right. Well, well, like I'm saying, you know, Kyle Rayner, he dressed the way, I guess, a 40-year-old adult would think a... Uh, Right, uh, a 20-year-old kid would dress at that point in time. Mm-hmm. But no, he, he spoke like a normal human being. Well, that's cool. Yeah. But I didn't like it. Didn't, no, that's fine. Did no, not like it. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, well, fuck you for not liking my comic book that I liked. Right, right. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know. He wasn't hip. Right. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't read one since then. Yeah. Long story short. Yeah. I, I was a big fan of the Kyle Rayner Green Lantern. Mm. Uh, that era of Green Lantern. No weakness to yellow. The only Green Lantern around. I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. No yellow weakness, huh? Nope. Didn't have to recharge the ring every hour, or every 24 hours, or whatever it was. Aquaman has to jump in the water every hour. <laughs> Green Lantern has to recharge every 24. Kyle Rayner, he could go about a week before he'd have to recharge the ring. How did he manage that? Uh, sometimes poorly. Sometimes it just ran out and he didn't know what to do. Wow, the madcap adventures that must have ensued. Indeed. Like uh, like a Spider-Man when he runs out of webbing. Exactly. Who wants to do that? Nope. Who, who wants to be a Spider-Man without webbing? Nobody I don't. Does. I don't. No. no. Could you swing around all day? That's mm-hmm. what you use them for. You swing. Right. You wrap stuff up. Wrap stuff you stop up. people. Some, some criminals. Trip some crooks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you need it. You need it. It's part of you. Yeah. Which is why they they did a good thing in making them organic webbing. Mm-hmm. And then got rid of it. <laughs> One more day of this crap. Uh, I liked Brand New Day. I never read One More Day. Uh, yeah, but not a not a Spider Man guy. I mm-hmm. like the movie. Mm-hmm. The first two. Yeah. yeah. I like uh, I like the idea of a Spider Man. Yeah, I, I can I can read a random issue and say that was good, but I don't think I could read it on a regular basis. Great, yeah. I'm with you. I read it when I like the art, yeah, or whatever. But yeah, usually not. I just pick it up every once in a while. A Spidey or a Batman, usually. Yeah, as long as Grant Morrison's writing a Batman, I'll keep reading that until he goes away, and then I'll go back to like once a year reading a Batman. Mm-hmm. 
Jake Williams? You don't like, <clears throat> like the Jake Williams, Batman, Grant Morrison stuff, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Which, that's, that's been a while. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you enjoyed this. I did indeed. Yeah. Well, I also enjoyed uh, J.H. Williams on Batwoman. Ooh, yeah. Did not enjoy the actual stories, but I enjoyed J.H. Williams on Batwoman. He's some kind of good. He is indeed some kind of good. Yeah. One of my ex-girlfriends is uh, selling J.H. Williams' original art on eBay. Really? Yeah. How does she have such a thing? Uh, she bought them back before he was like super hugely popular. Mm-hmm. And it was like Superman uh, pages that he did. Wow, Son Superman? of Superman. Huh. The graphic novel written by Howard Shaken. Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Never knew they teamed up. I'm not a Shaken fan, though. Like J.H. Williams, but not Shaken. Episode 66, Moon! <laughs> oh, hey, we're talking about Moon. Should we talk about Moon? We should at yeah. some point, I think. Yeah, it's this film. It is this film that we watched, directed and written by Duncan Jones, aka David Bowie's son. I bet that's hard to live down. Probably every time he goes, "Hey, this is Duncan David Bowie's son." <clears throat> I, I, I will say I didn't know that until like a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So you know they they kept it pretty quiet like, right. when the movie came out and all that. So. So they, he wanted it to sell on its own merit. Yeah. Which uh, was uh, a critically acclaimed film while it was out. Mm-hmm. In its uh, small, independent theater-only releases. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I think it hit the Yellow Springs Theater around yeah, here. Yeah, Little it? Art. Because yeah. you and I were going to go see it. Mm-hmm. So it did not. So now we had to wait until today. Until we watched Moon. <clears throat> Moon. Starring Sam Rockwell. You know, I kept expecting him to moon someone. Well, the show his ass. I thought that was the premise of the film. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, we, I thought... We got a lengthy ass shot right in the beginning. He did sort of moon us. I was thinking, like, press his ass against the glass, you uh, know, right. and, like, that's... You well, know. There, there wouldn't be anybody outside. It's well, the moon. He doesn't know that. He's crazy. Spoiler. <laughs> oh yeah, let's. Uh, we haven't decided here how much we're gonna spoil this movie. We're we just gonna. Oh yeah, that is because there's there's a couple things. I will say, you know, other than like the very 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 basic premise of the movie, which is Sam Rockwell is uh, uh, on the moon on a on a moon base that he's been on for three years, and weird things start happening. Like beyond that, I didn't know anything else about the movie. Yeah, he's by himself. Like right, yeah. right. He's he's got a robot companion with a an awesome Kevin Spacey voice. Yeah, yeah. Like it <clears throat> only have been better if Morgan Freeman would have voiced it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, I think uh, not knowing certain aspects of it uh, helped my enjoyment of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't... It's going to be really hard to talk about. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to put this out here right now. Spoiler, because I'll probably accidentally spoil it. Uh-huh. I don't plan to. Right. But if you are really wanting to see this movie, and you're trusting Three Beers Jason to not spoil it for you, <laughs> you may want to switch the channel right now or come back to this later. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh had a couple shots of vodka, but uh, I'm, I'm still fairly sober here. 
just kind of thinking about it, I don't think I can't spoil this. Yeah, it's a little too hard. Yeah. Because, like, the first five minutes of the movie is what we would be reviewing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it happens pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, so go watch it and come back to this later. All right, well, let's pause. <laughs> okay. You want to do that? Seriously? Okay, so you saw the movie, right? Wow, what a mind fuck, huh? Huh. <laughs> uh, just in case, here's your second chance. Yeah. Go watch this movie. Five and seconds come till back. spoil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you saw it now, right? You, you must have. You, you, you had to have. We've given you plenty of opportunities. You can't blame us for spoiling all the clone stuff. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Rockwell's a clone. That was fucking weird. Yes, it was. Yeah. Did not expect it at all. No. No. <laughs> and yeah, we have to spoil this movie because it's the fucking movie. Yeah. Like, like, like you said, like the first ten minutes of it, there are no clones. The other eighty minutes are clone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was uh. That was cool because at first when you you know at first have the second Sam Rockwell show up, you know you just think he's crazy. You're like, well, he's been on the moon for three years. He thinks he's talking to himself and he thinks he's walking around there, or at least that's what I thought. You know, he's like jumping rope, and you're like, what's he what's he doing talking to himself, talking to a figment of his imagination? And why would he imagine himself instead of his wife? That's what I was thinking. Because there was a brief second where he saw like another girl. It wasn't his wife. It was, no, his, that, it was his, that okay. <clears throat> that was Sam Rockwell going crazy. Okay. 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 So that was actually just him being nutty. Yes. From being on the moon. Yes. Uh, well, only that and uh, <clears throat> the the character has a three year contract to harvest some sort of mineral or something on the moon. That they shoot down to Earth to basically power the Earth. It's the the solution to all the world's energy crises. Crises? Crises. crises. Yeah. So on the moon there is a sort of uh, uh, a farm mm-hmm. that Sam Rockwell is running. He has a three-year contract. He's the only person up there, him and Kevin Spacey bought. He starts going crazy. Starts hallucinating. While he's out on one of his regular uh, jaunts out on the surface uh, to uh, help the the harv- or gather the the uh, mineral that the harvesting machines have, have gathered, is it unobtainium? Is that what it's called? Ah, uh, no. It's like helium three or something. Like that. Yeah, there. I think I think that's right. Because you see, they can obtain this. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Why call it unobtainium then? <laughs> right. Yeah. Totally makes sense. And, uh, yeah, he starts going crazy. He winds up crashing his little uh, lunar module. And uh, then the next thing we see is uh, him waking up in the infirmary. Uh, miraculously healed. Yeah. Yeah. And I was wondering how he got there. I was like, yeah. yeah. how did Kevin Spacey bot drag him in there? Right. And uh, that must be a really good infirmary that they can... Because uh, he had, like, a massive head wound when, when he got in the crash. So and he didn't have the the scarring on his face anymore after that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 
clone. Yeah. Yeah. But the original, uh, well, the, the new clone, uh, wants to go outside. He notices something's fishy. Uh, he goes outside to the crash site and finds other Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Uh, and I think basically what it is is that every three years, the reason why there are clones of Sam Rockwell is because that's at that point the clone begins to deteriorate. That's why he was hallucinating. That's why he started falling apart. Right. physically like and mentally. Jeff Goldblum and the fly, you know. Yeah, he was yeah. developing a cough and like could barely walk. Right. He was dying. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if the other clones all find... I mean, they don't always crash the, the moon river, I guess. No, yeah. So. Uh, I'm assuming that this movie the, is based around the fact that this is the first time this has happened. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Kind of a mind fuck because because yeah. you, you switches perspectives from one clone to the other for a while, right? And like you know, I I still wasn't sure exactly what was going on at that point, so yeah. I was like, what? Uh, yeah. Was... We also do eventually see the video of all the other old clones as they get to the three year mark and they all incinerate themselves, right? Yeah. And see, I wonder why they incinerate themselves. Because they're dying, and you can't leave evidence behind the fact that there are clones. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, the other clone that comes to life is going to find that. (laughs) But, I mean, do they do that voluntarily, I guess? Well, they think they're going home. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because there was that video, and he was like, yeah, lock yourself in, and you'll be shipped back, and it just burns them up. Forget about the video. Yeah. Wow. Because, yeah, the, the whole thing is that the, the clone believes he's under a, th- a three-year contract and that it's about to be up and he's going to go home. And this is his wife and daughter that he's been getting video messages from. Uh, but it turns out that this has been going on for 15 years. Right. And that, uh, <laughs> uh, and that uh, his wife is uh, long gone and... Uh, uh, they just uh, incinerate the clones so that they never know that uh, they're eventually not going home. It is smart. I mean, like they said, you don't, you don't have, they don't have to retrain anyone, and yeah. he's already there. Like, right. You know. Uh, but yeah, I wonder why they don't just uh, you know have people there for like you know twenty years at a time or something. Right. Well, because then that wouldn't make for an interesting movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> True, or and it would be sunshine, which is another movie. I saw like five minutes of that. I'd still like to see it, but it is uh, it's impressive because I've seen I haven't seen everything Sam Rockwell's in, but uh, for me, you know, I think he's a decent actor. Uh, some things I like a lot better than others with him in it. Like obviously, Choke, I w- he was good in it, but he wasn't amazing in it. Um, but yeah, I think he really like. It really takes a good actor to pull off what he pulled off. Which is basically acting by himself or with himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there are no other actors in it. Kevin Spacey wasn't on set doing the, the robot. Right. <laughs> you know, the dance, the 80s dance with the robot. Well, he was probably doing that, like, at home. Because I'm awesome. sure Kevin Spacey breaks that out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he wants to get laid. Yeah, and he does the robot, and then he does the lock and pop, and oh, you know. maybe a little. Uh, what's the one called? Where you the the diver? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the mashed potato if he's Ooh. feeling a bit retro. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's doing the robot. He obviously likes the retro, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and when you say getting laid, of course you mean by dudes. By dudes, yeah, okay. smoking, okay. smoking, smoking pole. Right. Okay. Yeah. Making sure. <laughs> um, he was on Broadway, so I figured. Yeah. 
Um, did, 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 but yeah, he does an excellent job of like the back and forth with you know himself. Yeah, like literally. I mean, he's like playing ping pong with himself. Yeah, that's impressive. <clears throat> like. I mean, oh, I don't know, because uh, maybe you've never seen a little movie called Dave, with Kevin Klein playing against himself. Come I on. I don't think I've seen Dave. Is that the, is that the one where he's president? Yes. I haven't seen that. Ah. I like Kevin Klein, though. Fish caught one. Great. Mm. Well, then my joke fell flat, because I assumed that everyone had seen Dave, oh. or at least knew of it. I knew of it. I don't know about ping pong. When I think of ping pong in movies, I think of Forrest Gump. Yeah. Which also had some of these similar elements. And uh, tying it all in, uh, Tom Hanks, like, I, that's what I was reminded of during this movie, too, is like Castaway. Like, Tom Hanks, you know, kept, yeah, kept my interest myself, right? being the only person on the screen. And I thought, <clears throat> I thought Sam Rockwell did a heck of a job. Yeah. yeah. I think he's quite good. I uh, like seeing him in things. Uh, you're right, Choke wasn't a great movie, but uh, I thought he was great in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Yeah, that's the one I really like yeah. him in. I look forward to seeing him in Iron Man 2. Cool, who's he? Justin Hammer. Ah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Go Sam Rockwell. Go indeed. Yeah, he was, he was, he was good. Charlie's Angels. Never saw it. First one. Did he play Charlie or one of the angels? He played the bad guy. <sighs> Spoiler for that movie. Wow, we're spoiling it all. <laughs> um, uh, you of, don't know he's the bad guy until the end. Should we just go ahead and spoil all of his movies real quick? Uh, sure. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind uh, is actually a uh, hitman, right? Uh, or, I think the spoiler for that is maybe he's not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, choke. Uh, uh, choke, he... Uh, 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 <laughs> Uh, he has sex in a. He has sex a lot. Yeah, yeah. what's nasty sex? Uh, and, and he likes to choke on food for for sympathy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wasn't there a twist though in that movie? Oh, I can't remember. The girl that he uh, was uh, in love with thought she was uh, uh, going to like save his life or something like that, mm-hmm. but it turns out that she's just crazy too. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. let's spoil. It. Okay, so yeah, we. Yeah. Even though I think in the book she thought she was an alien, but I think there was like a, a like some sort of religious religious complex there too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I can't remember. Don't know. So yeah, but uh, it was a good movie. Yeah, I don't think it was amazing, but I thought it was good. I thought uh, Sam Rockwell did a bang up job, and the story twisted enough that I was interested. I didn't see it coming. How about you? Uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah. It's no Avatar, though. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. It was good. I can see why it was like an art house kind of movie. It seems like that crowd, hmm. you know, like I don't kind of, really think so. It was kind of heady, you know. It was heady, but I don't think it was art crowd. I mean, it. it Oh, there wasn't a lot of explosions, and like it, you made you think. I, that's what I think of as our house movie. I think uh, I think that uh, I don't know what to think anymore. Because <laughs> because I guess when I still think of art house films, I think of 
things like experimental black and white foreign language oh, films. Yeah. Well, there's with that. like you know no plot and uh, you know just uh, like shots of like pigs fetuses and shit <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, that's like, a, uh, that's it, like it, a high school or college art. Film. Yeah, but it, it's just like you know I don't. I th- I guess what I'm trying to say is I guess. Uh, yes, I understand why this probably was only released to art house films. Uh, I think it's a shame yeah. that this was only released to art house oh, yeah. films because there shouldn't be that wide a berth between, you know, uh, a movie set in space where there's only just shit exploding and right. a movie set in space where, you know, a guy has some inner turmoil because he's just found out that he's a clone. Right. right. I mean,. Both of those are basically just one explosion away from being the same fucking thing. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> We're all just one explosion away from a different genre. Right. <laughs> no, I I completely agree. Uh, like it's too bad. But but when I think of art house movies, I think of even like Crazy Heart. I was surprised that that was at the the green. Right. Because um, even that, like as normal as that was, like it wasn't like too weird or too heady. Um, I as, didn't know that that was at the green. Yeah, because yeah. it's at the neon. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Is it neon? And yeah. I noticed today I went to the green to see my big budget sci-fi film. Right, and uh, I saw Crazy Heart was there. I was like, "Well, that's weird." So yeah, it like yeah, it just it kind of yeah. That's that's the kind of movie that yeah. I don't think that necessarily needs to be at the neon. It should be at yeah all the major theaters. I Which mean, one? This one, Crazy Heart. Oh, Crazy Heart. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, I mean it's it's. Uh, uh, I guess maybe because it's not entirely cliche that uh, you know it di- didn't make it to all the mainstream theaters. I don't. Right. I mean, I haven't seen it, but you know, from what I can gather, it's pretty much just a character study about a uh, down on his like country singer. It's the wrestler with an acoustic guitar. Right. right. Yeah. And, well, okay, I've seen the wrestler, and uh, you know that. Yeah, that that shouldn't have just been at art house theaters. That should have been a, a wide release, yeah. I think. You know, but I agree. I think this one should Moon should have as well. Yeah, but, but I can totally see that because uh, it yeah, just seems yeah. like the kind of movie that people wouldn't be like, "Oh, honey, let's let's go out and see Moon. Right, let's right, get right. let's get weirded out and depressed over the weekend." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was good. It's okay. a shame. Well, you know, at least it wasn't just direct to DVD. Mm-hmm. And you've seen it. You guys have seen it. Uh, right. You, we gave you plenty of opportunity. <laughs> you liked it, I'm sure. Right. We hope. I uh, you hope so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? There's something else about the movie. Oh, yeah. I, I noticed, uh, I don't know if this was an homage or if I'm just completely retarded, but I kept seeing, you know, that Perina logo that's on everything, like on the monitors and like, uh, you know, it's like a, a white square with like, Five little red squares inside of it, <clears throat> like like the five on a a dice, like that pattern. Right. Um, that was in the original Alien on the wall that goes into their cryo chambers, uh, where where all the astronauts are sleeping. Like that was on on the door, and then I saw it all throughout this movie on the space station, and I was like, is it is that symbol mean something as as far as NASA goes, or? Or is that an homage to Alien, or is it just a coinkydink? I'm not the person to ask. Yeah. So, so I've never seen Alien, so I don't know. 
Um, none Keep of my cats ever ate Purina, so you know, I don't know about that. And uh, you were in a NASA program? Uh, for about space six camp. months. You were in space camp? For about six months, I caused the Challenger explosion. Really? That's what I, I got fired. A, I, I got was fired. A, yeah, it's kind of a fuck-up. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's, a, it's what they call a black mark on right. my resume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, well, they suspended you for that. I'm sure. Uh, a fire. Oh, you, you, you uh, were just, fired. I, okay, I, flat I just, out. Yeah, wow. Flat out fired. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, uh, no severance pay. You know nothing. Uh, yeah. I, I wasn't allowed to go Cobra with my insurance. So. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, silver lining. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, not really, because you know you're unemployed, and it costs like three times as much as your actual insurance really costs. Uh, really, it's just their last way of fucking you because you know, they know you still need insurance. Wow, I mean, you have to live. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, when I'm on unemployment, I still need my medicine. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially to cope with the guilt of well, you know, killing, killing, killing teachers, killing those uh, people, yeah. space teachers. Uh, I actually saw that at school. Like they showed it. Like they turned it on uh, the TV in our classrooms when, when it was going on because. I was homesick that day, hmm. so sure. I saw it at home. Sure, you were. You were out there blowing it up. <laughs> oh, we're still. Doing yeah, it. Oh, no, I guess. I guess we're done. <laughs> yes, I was out there blowing it up. <laughs> you know, there's this dude that shops at my work. I'm not going to say his name in case he ever listens to the show. Say it. Uh, his initials are the same as the Nazi guards. I will say that. Oh, okay. Steve Sadowski. <laughs> Ooh, really close. Uh, one of the names is right, and it's not Sadowski. Uh, but he told me in complete seriousness that uh, he's a kind of a conspiracy theorist. And, and he was talking, and he goes, you know, it's like the Challenger. Uh, it's like how that was blown up by a, Spa- a rocket that shot off of a Spanish fishing boat, and they've tried to cover that up for years. <coughs> He really believes that, wow. and he shares that in public. Ah. That was bizarre. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I may be an asshole for trying to make a joke about you know blowing up the Challenger, right? But I think he's a bigger asshole for firmly believing bullshit. I, I don't know if he's he's not trying to be you know malicious though. He's right. Just, that just makes him a bigger asshole for it. Then I think he's just a little susceptible to you know. Falsities. It just makes him an asshole. <laughs> think a, anybody who has a conspiracy theory or believes super a conspiracy ni- theory is right. an asshole, just on general basis. He's a super nice guy. Oh, that's fine, yeah. but an asshole because he believes in retarded bullshit. <laughs> like God. Well, you never know. So, so I'm an asshole. Yes. Because Avatar totally made me Christian. Mm. <laughs> really? Is that a Christian? No, it's not a Christian. No. I do believe in Jewish. Uh, I think it's more hippie. Hippie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you were already that anyway, so... Yeah. Hey, I smoked weed for, like, 14 years. Did I ever tell you about that? I used to smoke weed all the time. Uh, what age did you start? Uh, 14, all the way up to, like, 26. Oh, okay. Is that 14? Uh, yes. Okay. This is. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, smoking weed out of a bong is the best way to smoke weed, I will say. I've tried every method I can imagine. Uh, Joint. Joints. Uh, bong. Bong. Uh, pipe. Pipe. Uh, water bong, which bong. is made out of, like, you cut the it's top. made out of water? Well, no, you use water, though. Oh, okay. You put, you put a bucket of water, and then you put, uh, like, 
you cut the top third off of like a jug of milk or something, uh-huh. like a you know half gallon of plastic milk, right. and then uh, you fit like a foil uh, contraption on the top that is holding the, the marijuana, and you light it, and you like let the uh, smoke fill up the jug, and then all at once you like remove the foil that has the weed in it, and then you put your mouth over the hole and push the uh, the plastic container down into the water and all the smoke like shoots right up in, into you. It's like a giant uh, injection of of, uh, of, of, of uh, marijuana smoke. And it's supposed to really get you high but I only ever did it once and it was the first time I ever smoked weed and I didn't I didn't get nothing. I didn't get nothing. But the guy I was with stoned out his mind. Yeah. And then pretending to be Oh no, he was stoned. He was a stoner, right. and then we we immediately. Well, if he was a stoner, that could just be you know that's, the last that's, time he that's got true. out. That's like twenty minutes previous. Right. Yeah. And then we watched Beavis and Butthead, and we drove out and watched uh, and saw Butthole Surfers and Stuntable Pilots play live. So that was a very like stoner experience. <laughs> it's good times. Good times. And then the bong. And the bong this is my favorite. Well, I think we, we already covered that. Is there any other one? Um, you can you can smoke out of your hand. You know, like if you make a hole with your fist, with your two fists together. Would that burn? Uh, not not really. Not if you do it. Right. But I never liked that. I was. That's too. Yeah. I'm. I, it I'm seems more, like a hillbilly. Way yeah, yeah, hillbilly pieheads. You know, I'm more into the accoutrement. Right, like yeah, I, yeah. I buy the bong. I buy the pipe. <laughs> I like uh, paraphernalia. Paraphernalia, yeah. uh, material possessions. Yeah, right, right, right. and like I remember, even there was a kid in my uh, like high school pottery. Or it wasn't a pottery class. It Pot. Was a, <laughs> it was an art class, but we were doing ceramics, right. and he made something that had like the right number of holes and the right strategically placed spots. And the teacher was like, she uh, she came out one day, like when we started class, and we were supposed to go get our projects and work on them. Right, they were right. just baked. She was like, oh, she's like, and and just so you know, um, whoever made the one that had the holes similar to a bong, she was like, I accidentally dropped it when I took it out of the kiln. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she was onto it. She was a hippie, so she knew what was going on. Mm. Awesome. <laughs> I have uh, I've smoked pot exactly once in my entire life. Yeah? <clears throat> what method did you use? Uh, joint. Yeah? Did yeah. you get high? No. No one that I know gets high the first time they smoke weed. <laughs> like, I know I didn't. Uh, yeah, Doogie for sure didn't. You didn't. You're all, that's all the people I know. So. <laughs> right in. Tell us about your first time smoking weed. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Let us know. Let us know what you thought about Moon, because by now you've surely seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we've talked about it. We, we we did our review. Yeah, I think it was good. Yeah, let's take a break. Okay, all right. We 
fall asleep Bet I dream of moons and harder shows Then I wake up fresh and new tomorrow to another uh, wrap-up edition of Gutter Trash with your pals Eric and Jason. How you guys doing? Howdy, folks. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, you just missed the uh, fantastic harmonies of Eric and Jason. We were in pitch together. Yeah. Towards the end there. It was uh, awful nonetheless. Uh, By you not hearing it, we have saved you. (laughs) Was that a a Mozart thing? Uh, I don't know exactly what it is because I'm... An idiot. Me as well. Yeah. That's why was, we're uh, together. It's the theme that you generally associate with uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Boom, 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 boom. That, that right, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, monkeys, bones, monkeys, spaceships, bones, spaceships, treadmills. What else you need to know? Uh, robots with uh, sentience. Wow, the movie we watched had most of those things. Oh my god. Sam Rockwell looked like a monkey when he had a beard. <laughs> it's true. And that's not an, trying to be insulting against his race. No. It's just a fact. I have decided that, uh, you know, because usually if uh, if you're like, maybe it's just me, I don't know, maybe it's just my secret racism all popping out, mm-hmm. uh, which is ironic that, uh, that apparently I've been racist this entire time, and I just re-released episode 18. <laughs> uh, Were you belittled someone for being racist? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh... But, you know, like, you'll have a conversation and, like, you know, something will happen and then you'll refer to uh, the people that may be involved with that. Like, this black dude, you know, grabbed that thing and he ran. Uh, I think I've decided that I'm going to try, like, when telling a similar story, but let's say a black dude is not involved. Uh-huh. I want to say white dude. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've thought the same exact thing. I thought that'd be great. <laughs> like, can you believe that? Did you hear what that white man said the other day? Right. Yeah, <clears throat> Actually, yeah this white guy walked up and he just fucking punched me right in the stomach. I, I, I do describe people, because we get uh, shoplifters a lot in, right. in my store, 
And whenever we do, and well, when you're filing the police report, you probably have to be yeah. specific. Here. Well, no, well, no, we heard every. Well, I mean, we get people that I'm like, hey, I think that guy stole something, and then the other guy that works here is like, really? And we look out there, and he's walking away, and he doesn't have anything in his hands, but he's just you know acting weird. And you can get in serious trouble if you accuse someone and they don't actually have something in their pockets. Right, they can sue your ass. So I'm, you know, I'm always like, I think that guy stole something. And, and Jeremy will be like, you know, he's in the back, and he's like, who was it? I'm like, ah, oh, he's this white guy who comes in here all the time. Yeah. Like, I always try to, like, put that out there. Right. Uh, no matter what, what, uh, gen- I started to say genitalia there. <laughs> Gender, race, race, right. wow. Uh, this guy with a penis stole uh, <laughs> a box of football cards. As opposed to the woman in the penis who was uh, perusing the magic sets. That is weird. But yeah, that happens more times than I care to recall. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Speaking of magic, I'm, I haven't put your deck together yet. It's it's close to being done. Yeah, I, I saw you. You made progress. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, yeah, I've got more cards than that. I've got a stack. Wow. But uh, I haven't finished it. There's still there's something <clears throat> missing, and then I have to do mine. So I'd say in about a week. All right. Yeah. So count down to magic, everyone. <laughs> and then we can't, we can't like when we. I'll probably put them in sleeves, card sleeves, okay. so we don't damage them. Because okay. we're just gonna resell them oh, to, okay. to the right. unknown public. Okay, right. these aren't virgin cards. So you're buying the Jeffrey Darrow one you showed me. I can't like lick that. You can keep it. You can keep that one. Fuck yeah, yeah that one's not worth anything. So. I think it's like a 50-cent card. Oh, it's worth everything to me. Yeah. It's Jeffrey Derringer. You know Ashen Powder from Classic 6th Edition. You all know the one. <laughs> Jeff Darrow. He's he's done like five magic cards, but only one of them is black. Ooh. So You noticed that I did call it a black card. I know you. You're racist. He did a red card and a green card. Indian and Martian. I think he did two red cards, actually. A dragon and a goblin. Daughter Feather. What? Oh, I gotcha. It's like, whose daughter? What? Daughter who? Actually, that's weird. Um, speaking of race, uh, my, my co-worker and I were driving home the other day, and uh, we were talking about a movie or a TV show or something. And, uh, <clears throat> oh, we were talking about uh, the, the, the Stretch Armstrong movie. Oh, yeah. And, uh... <laughs> I was like, yeah, the the guy from uh, one of the Twilight movies got cast as Stretch Armstrong, and uh, I, like I, I told him like which one because apparently he's seen the Twilight movies. His kids? Uh, he has kids. Okay. He has uh, uh, like a twelve year old, thirteen year old daughter. That's ex- so, exactly yeah. perfect. Yeah. So he has seen them, and uh, so I, like I told him which one he was, and he was like, "Huh, but he's Indian," and. Like, I don't know much about Twilight, but I'm pretty sure that in any of the previews I've ever seen, I've never seen an Indian guy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I started to take, uh, uh, I started to question uh, what, what he was talking about. And I came to realize that what he meant was Native American. Oh, okay. I immediately just went to... Uh, India, Indian. Yeah. <laughs> See, in my mind, it's weird. Whenever I hear someone say, oh, he's Indian, right. I think India. Right. And when I hear someone say, he's an Indian, I think Native American. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know where that comes from. But that's how I differentiate it. Yeah, I probably, I think I would too. Yeah. Yeah. An Indian over Indian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bizarre. We white folks have been... Uh, 
brought up weirdly. Yeah. And I'm not even entirely white. <laughs> Who knows? I think I probably am. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say Puerto Ricans are some of the most racist people on the face of the earth. So oh. That's probably where I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are they really? Are you really? I mean, uh, well, my family is. <laughs> Even your cousin with the sweet, sweet drawn talent? Uh, Nephew. He's Fuck. not Puerto Rican. Okay. Oh, he's not. Okay. Yeah. Well, that explains his drawn talent. You know those people can't draw. Wait. <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, uh, me too. All right. Oh, awesome. And besides, that was uh, a conversation we had in a previous episode that uh, is not this episode. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I don't even know. The Indian thing? The drawing. <laughs> Family member. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Indians and Indians and uh, Twilight yeah. actors, I guess. It's good yeah. times. Good Stretch times. Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong and Monopoly are both coming out this year. <laughs> Is it this year? I don't think so. I would assume that a Stretch Armstrong movie would need to have uh, a lot of special effects and that if they've only just cast the the, the only cast member, Uh, it's going to take a while. That's true. Yeah. That's a bummer. Hopefully it's before December of 2012, though, because I want to see it. Do you really? No. Okay. I want to see Monopoly. I want to see what that's all about. Only because really Scott is dirt. Yeah, because it's a... It just baffles me that there's a Monopoly movie being made and it's not, like, a joke. Right. Well, maybe it will be. I can't imagine that Ridley Scott... Ridley Scott's got a great sense of humor. (laughs) Remember all those comedies that he did? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, uh, what did he do? Like, Gladiator and... (laughs) Did uh, Heat? Was that him? No, uh, no, that wasn't he. That was Michael Mann. Michael Mann, that's right. Another one with a great sense of humor, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure we've all seen Collateral. Oh. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is amazing. Let okay. me just tell you. I've actually, genius. I've actually never seen Collateral. It's actually really good. You should see it. Is it funny? Is it really funny? No, it's not funny okay. at all. <laughs> but it's really good. Okay. You should see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's one where Tom Cruise has like white hair, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Is he supposed to be elderly? Uh, no, just you know his age. What, what's his age? Which is like you know late 40s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, for some reason, I just got the impression that he was supposed to be playing an older gentleman. Uh, yeah, his own age. No. <laughs> I get to see Alexi. It was worth seeing Avatar again in the theater, if nothing else, for the night and day trailer that I get to saw, see night again. Uh, Jen, I think, or not Jennifer Aniston. Uh, it's it's the movie with uh, Tom Cruise where he's like jumping from car to car and like. Uh, trying to save someone. It's like a comedy, an action comedy. It looks awful. Never heard of it. Knight with a K. Like, his name's like, you know, Bobby Knight or, you know. The, the coach, coach for yeah. the uh, Indiana uh, University? <laughs> no, no. Uh, something Knight. It looks, oh my gosh. Yeah, it never looks like one of those. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when I went to see Avatar, we got in a little late, so all I saw were the trailers for, uh, Alice in Wonderland and uh, Shrek oh, yeah. 59 or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> With the fat kitty. Yeah. Which, uh, as soon as I saw it, I looked at my mom and said, it's Max. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, I like, I hate that kind of stuff, but I was like, aww. <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> I was like, he's licking milk out of that bowl with a rat sitting on the side. It's awesome. And I was like, wait a minute, why did I like that? Yeah. yeah. 
I will say about the Alice in Wonderland trailer, I could easily do without ever seeing Helena Bottom Carter in anything ever again. That's who that was. I was trying to, like, the little queen, the red queen. Yeah. I was like, who is that? Her eyes and voice are so familiar. I like Helena Bottom Carter. Bottom Carter. She was good once. Fight Club? Yeah. Uh, I like her. I like her. Novocaine? You ever seen Novocaine? No. Oh, she was good in that. Planet of the Apes? No. No? Didn't like that? Didn't like her or didn't like that? Uh, all of the above. Oh. <laughs> Paul Giamatti? He was uh, good. He was all right. He, he was my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Giamatti, I think, can, uh, I think he, like a Sam Rockwell, can uh, rise above the material that he's in. But he can't quite revive it. Right. right. Okay. I See, I like. I actually liked Planet of the Apes. I saw it a couple times. Uh, you and I saw it the, the opening day. Mm-hmm. You and some of your friends who I don't know. Really? I don't even remember who went. Uh, it was like four of us there. Okay. Uh, Maverick Screw, probably. Uh, no. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't remember who went. But yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. That was good. I love... My favorite part of that movie had to have been uh, Charlton Heston as the as the ape. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, if you've been meaning to get around to that for the last 10 years <laughs> uh, i would say by now if you haven't seen it don't uh, do uh, not it was fun marky mark kicked ass uh, hey did you know that uh the book commandy uh the jack kirby uh dc comic was uh sort of originally pitched or uh Carmen Infantino, uh, seeing that Planet of the Apes was an immensely popular uh, film franchise, yeah. uh, tried for years to get the, the, the license for DC Comics to put out Planet of the Apes comics, and failed each and every time. Finally, just went up to Jack Kirby and said, hey, create me a Planet of the Apes type book. Uh, which uh, Kirby created. Kirby. Really? Yep. Really? Wow, how old is the original Planet of the Apes? Uh, well, the book came out in, I think, like late 50s, early 60s. Mm-hmm. And the movie, I think, is 67. Was that the movie was older than the Commandy, though? The mm-hmm. comic? Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. Did not know that. Because Gold Key did the Planet of the Apes comics. And then, like, in the mid-70s, Marvel got the license to uh, the Planet of the Apes. Bastards. And then Dark Horse later on. Dark Horse later on, yeah. yeah. That's a bummer. But, uh, that's cool, though. But Kirby had actually done a similar Planet of the Apes type story uh, in, like, 1957, like a couple years before the book was even written. Really? Yeah. Wow. So he was uh, fully primed to do that uh, that type of story. Wow. That's pretty That's pretty cool. Right. I did not know that. Right. A little Kirby trivia. Kirby trivia, folks. Only at Gutter Guys or anywhere else. Or that anywhere else, comics. yeah. Because <laughs> I read it on a comic book site. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. It wasn't Kirby? It wasn't the Kirby site. Was it? No, no. That's a great site. Yeah. Kirby, Kirby Museum. Kirby, Kirby Vision. Yeah, Kirby yeah. Vision. Part of the Kirby Museum. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Man, I really wanted to buy it. I think I told you this before. I don't know. Maybe not. <clears throat> I wanted to buy a Jack Kirby piece of original art years ago when I was like shopping around for original art. Right. Uh, this is before the Fantastic Four project. Just like when I was like spending thirty dollars here on the Keith Giffen page and thirty dollars right. there on a uh, uh, Phil Jimenez page. Right. And then I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna search and search and find a cheap piece of Jack Kirby art. And I looked and I looked. 
And the cheapest thing I found... Can I guess the price? Yeah, go for it. Uh, $300. Way more expensive. $800. More expensive. $2,000. It was right around there. It was like, I think it was, I think it was around $3,000. Wow. And it was a page from Black Panther. And that was by far the cheapest page I ever found. Wow. Most things I found were five digits. Right. Can you believe that? Oh, yeah. That's nuts. I mean, especially since, I mean, that's like buying a Beatles vinyl for like $100. Right. It's like, he's got more original art than any other living or dead comic artist, I would imagine. Right. And his art is still that much more expensive because, eh, he's the king. Yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's got to be something. Like, you know, I remember he did a bunch of weird, like like the dingbats at DC, you know, just like a bunch of weird, right. random things. I was like, I've got to find something in the, like, couple hundred dollars range. Right. Nothing. Nothing. It's like three. But now you can afford that Black Panther page if you wanted it. I could, but, I mean, that would be, like, wiping out my savings, you know. Go for it. Yeah. It's an investment. That's true. It can't go down in Bryce. I mean, right. Are they going to find more? Yeah. Right. They're not gonna, yeah, they're not going to find a second version of that page. Yeah, exactly. I might, might just do that. Right. You can it. always earn that money back. Yeah. Or steal it. Right. Yeah. Right. And when people are describing me, uh, you know, they won't say Caucasian man. They'll just say some man, and they'll not even know what race I am. Right. They can't find me. I'm, a, I'm ahead of you, Johnny Law. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> hmm. Mm, indeed. So should we uh, talk about the book I'm going to pick? Uh, yes. Yeah? Yes. Well, it's funny, because we already have on this episode. You brought it up. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> uh, was it this episode or the episode we did before this, which we deleted? Oh, it may have been that one. Actually, I think it was this one. This I'm one. Yeah, we've, sure. we've had more comic talk in this yeah. one. Uh, let's see. I've talked about uh, Batwoman. I've talked about uh, Batman. It's a Marvel comic, though, as uh, you know. I've talked about Spider-Man. It's a Spider-Man comic. And I figured that's, I think that's the only, other than Black Panther, is yeah. uh, the only Marvel comic we brought up. Yeah, it was weird because while ago you were like, and I don't really read a Spider-Man comic, and I was like, well, you will tonight. Ooh, I veto. <laughs> Aww. I told you, I don't read a Spider-Man comic. <laughs> I'm gonna have to pick a. I'm gonna have to pick a, some old uh, Ultraverse book then. I'm gonna pick Sludge or Heap or whatever it was called. It was called Sludge. Sludge. <laughs> it was Sludge. Um, I would totally read Sludge. I'd read Sludge too. I liked Ultraverse. I liked Prime and Hard Case and some Neil Brayfogle. Norm, yeah, Norm, Norm, Norm Brayfogle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I liked him. I love a Norm Brayfogle. Where is that guy? Uh, I bet he's at a at a Denny's. I hope he's getting the Grand Slam. Yeah, or maybe a Moons over Miami. Ooh, moons over Miami. Yeah. He deserves it. <laughs> For all those wonderful years of Batman stories, Maybe. you deserve a free Moons Over Miami. If if I ever run into Norm Brayfogle at a Denny's, I'm going to buy him breakfast. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, Norm, if you're out there, keep an eye on those Denny's. Yeah. You never know what'll happen. <laughs> That's true at any Denny's, for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you're a famous comic artist or not, I've had some weird experiences at Denny's. Uh, uh, but uh, so 
Spider-Man. But, but yeah, okay. I'm picking... Uh, oh, fuck it. I went back in there so I could look at the artist name so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Ramon Box. <clears throat> Chris uh, Bacillo. What was the first name you said? Ramon Box. That's bizarre because that's the right first name. Ramon Rosanas, I think. Huh. It's a uh, it's Spider-Man 1602 by Jeff Parker. And I think Ramon Rosanas. Uh-huh. I think that's his last name. I'd never heard of him before. Huh. Uh, May veto anyway. Really? Have no interest in 1602. Jeff Parker, though. He's all right. Jeff Parker can't lose. Remember that show? I do remember that show. Well, Jeff Parker loses. Because <laughs> I'm... Wow, yeah, I'm... You, you've, I think, uh, hit that area of, of where no amount of money would get me to read that. You're really, you're really vetoing? I think I might. 1602 Spider-Man you'd veto. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're... Uh, Oh, you shouldn't have vetoed. <laughs> For no other reason, because I don't have anything else picked up. <laughs> and I'd end up picking some Marvel graphic novel from the 80s that we'd both hate. <laughs> Alright, I won't veto. Awesome. But uh, just go fully aware that uh, I may just... Uh, even if I wind up liking it, I'll probably just tell you that I hated it. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, I've, I'd never read any 1602 stuff at all. All right, either. neither have I. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, because... I, uh, I, I was kind of actually really hoping <laughs> that you'd have picked an actual, like, you know, Spider-Man story arc. I would have been down with that. The, this is a Spider-Man story. Like, like a, a real one. Like, you know, Amazing Spider-Man, the book that they put out three times a month. That That's actually fictional as well. It's not real. <laughs> Well, you know what I mean. No, I don't. Well, but see, right now it's like the gauntlet and right, but it's so big. You know, there was that Punisher story arc I had an interest in that uh, Marcos Martin drew. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Chris Pacello has done a few issues I, I probably would have wanted to read, but right. didn't. But we'll see, but those are all, all of those, even the Pacello ones, they're, they're, they tie into other issues that are drawn by other people. And I, I hate that, even if it's two artists I like. Uh. Keep a story all written, drawn by one guy. That's what I think. But it's Marvel. They don't do that ever. <laughs> hey, this was everything it. goes into everything else, goes into the next thing after that. See Ramon Rosanas through this right series. now. We're going through Siege, which comes right off of uh, Dark Reign, which is going directly into Bright, Bright New Day. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> the Heroic Age. Uh, yeah. It's a crossover clusterfuck. It really is. And like DC's got the similar thing with. Brightest Blackest night and day. brightest day and whatever their version of the heroic age is now maybe it's is brightest I don't fucking know. Yeah. Jeff uh, Johns and Dan DiDio and Jim Lee all got promoted this week and Joji is I think he's hung himself because I haven't uh, <laughs> seen him on Facebook since that happened. Perhaps even Brassfield because he hasn't been playing his video games. Yeah, Brassfield hasn't been playing, <laughs> playing video games in six days. I don't know what the fuck the is going on anymore. The world's cats and dogs living together. <laughs> uh, at least there's at least there's twelve Deadpool titles coming out next month. That is true. Yeah, that's exciting. Keeps his, keeps his loves a Deadpool. Plus, not to mention all the variants. Oh yeah, for all the other books. Uh, did so? Did you guys uh, turn in your uh, Blackest Night covers? We can't. They're selling too fast. <laughs> we we sell out of every one. We reorder everything, even like. 
I mean, some of them we've reordered two or three times. That's crazy. So, basically, what you're saying is, fuck you, D, Marvel. Yeah. You don't need your J. Scott Campbell Siege number three Deadpool variant. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm even like, the only Campbell fan in the room. But, uh, yeah. But, I, like, I saw that cover and it was just like, it's just another crappy. Like, I don't mind bad humor and puns, obviously. Right. But those Deadpool variant covers that have jokes on them, they're just, they're just stupid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not even like. <clears throat> kitschy or or not that that would make it much better but it's not even like just dumb humor that you're like oh gosh that's horrible right, right. it's just stupid right. it's like a 10 year old did them i don't know hate them i'm with you i am with you but i'm not a huge fan of the variants anyway yeah and, and just in general right it's a bad idea it really is i mean if, if you're gonna have an awesome cover just make it the real cover or 50-50 split. You know, the only variant cover I think I've ever bought in my entire life was an issue of, uh, I think it was Chroma Tick. It was a Tick comic. But it was whenever, uh, 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 who was who was, who was was running it? Was it Clinton and Bush and Perot? Was that, was that a bill? Yeah. Okay. I bought the Perot variant because on the cover of each one they did a newspaper and the Tick was holding it and it said like, you know, so and so wins, and I bought Perot wins election. Yeah. I bought that one because I was like, "How great would that be?" Yeah. If we had a crazy millionaire that just won the election. Well, we've had that before. Yeah, but he was affiliated with a major political party. That's true. <laughs> uh, the only variants I've ever bought was Booster Gold number one, Art Adams variant. Ooh, that's cool. There. Yeah, that's cool. I like his Authority number one variant. That black, was pretty black good and white. Black and white. I just like Art Adams. He's uh, he's okay. Which reminds me, uh, I was looking at this earlier before we started the show. Ultimate X, even the first time. Yeah, Ultimate X that we've already talked about. I don't know how Jeremy spotted this because <clears throat> I was looking for it after he told me, and I could barely spot it. But uh, the 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 logo to Aspen Entertainment is on the one of the books that this guy's carrying in his hand. You know the Michael Turner Soulfire uh, company. It's like a really tiny. In fact, you have to magnify it probably to even see it. But Ultimate X number one, the, the cover, there's like three covers to this book. So if you have it, it's the one where he's got the hoodie and he's walking by the school bus. It's Wolverine Jr. Wolverine Jr. Yeah, I can't see it at all. Mostly because the room is dark and uh, my monitor just switched to the other one, so I just <laughs> lost all my light. Yeah. And I don't know what the Aspen logo looks like. So All three of those things are against you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but I think you said the, the guy that colored... Uh, that cover worked for Aspen, so, uh, so that's where. But I was like, "How did you even see that?" Yeah, that's where it's tiny. Well, that and you know, Jeff Loeb also. Uh, you know, he. I, I I hear tell that he once worked with Michael Turner. Yeah, didn't he? Yeah, did he? He did. He actually, besides the the Superman Batman, didn't he write Fathom? Yeah, he yeah. wrote. Um, I don't. I don't think he wrote Fathom, but like Soulfire. Or- okay. One of the other books that nobody gives a shit about from Aspen Entertainment. Oh, I had a bad day yesterday. I had to tell someone whose favorite artist in the world was Michael Turner, and he hadn't been in a comic shop in, like, four years. He came in, and he was, like, buying a stack of comics. He was excited. He was buying, like, old issues. He was he was catching up on Blackest Night because he'd heard about it, and he was buying old issues of Justice League. And uh, I was like, do you want the Turner cover or the other cover? Because there was a lot of those had do- two covers. Right. And he was like, oh, Turner, he's my favorite artist. He was like, by the way, what's he doing now? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, he, he's dead. 
<laughs> and he was like, what? He like, seriously, it was like I told him like his brother died. I mean, he was bummed. Did he uh, just like take all the comics and just throw them on the floor and storm out? No. <laughs> no. Because I would have. He was... <laughs> He was. I've, I've seen you do. I've, uh, I've, I've, I've overreacted over a little bullshit before. Yeah. Well, yeah. Twice yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> See, we all have our things. Uh, finish your story, then I want to get onto that. Oh no, no, that that was that was it. Basically, I, I just yeah. had to break his heart because I mean, that be like, sucks. It'd be like if someone, you know, like someone had to tell me like Frank quietly had right, died yeah. or Jeffrey Brown had died or something. I was. I was bummed. Yeah. Or he was bummed. I was bummed for him. Right. It was, it was not cool. Yeah, I'm uh, not a fan at all, but, uh, yeah, that that's, uh, if I was and, like, I didn't know, wow. Yeah. yeah. Especially since it has been, like, two, three years now. Yeah. Yeah, maybe two years. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if we were doing the show or not when he died or not. I think that's how I judge time now by I, uh, how many episodes we've done. I think that was pre-getter trash. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, funny story, maybe. I don't know. Uh, it was funny to me. Uh, <laughs> uncomfortable and scary uh, uncomfortable for, for you, and yeah, you you literally were frightened. Mm-hmm. Uh, ordered uh, Chinese food last night, or the plan was we were going to order Chinese food last night, have it delivered because they do that occasionally. Uh, I'm on the phone, trying to place my order. the The phone connection's bad anyway. Uh, the person on the other end doesn't speak English that well anyway. Uh, and there's, like, kitchen noise in the background, which overrides all the other volume on my phone because mm-hmm. I have a shitty phone. Right, right. <clears throat> so I say, I'd like to place an order. She takes my address. She gets my phone number. I am about to start ordering when the other phone rings, and she says, hold on. Understandable. Answers the phone, and then proceeds to take their order. Right. Phone etiquette demands when the second line rings you put them on hold and you go back to your first phone call i completely agree yes took their fucking order the entire thing the entire thing so i couldn't hear i could hear you like i could see you getting pissed i couldn't hear, yeah hear what was going on and so i hung up and said hey let's go to chop suey which is uh a restaurant nearby here that has excellent food. They just don't deliver. They just don't deliver. So I'm getting on my shoes and uh, I come in here to, to check my bank account, make sure I have enough money, and my phone rings. And it's a place I had just called. And I'm just like, what? And there's nothing. I'm just yell, What? And she said, hello. And I just start ripping into her and said, you fucking took another fucking order while I was on phone with you. That is the most rude fucking thing that has ever happened to me anywhere. And then she started trying to make up an excuse. And I said, no, fuck you. That's fucking rude. Fuck you and fuck your restaurant. And I slammed the phone shut. And then as I walk out of the room, phone starts ringing again, and it's them again. I just turned it on, turned it off immediately. They didn't call back after that. All right. Yeah. They're probably uh, probably scared, too. 
Uh, or, as you thought, they were organizing the ninjas. <laughs> That's, yeah, I was like, Chinese ninjas are no doubt on their way to kick our ass. So, yeah, folks, what do you think? What's your opinion? Is that the rudest fucking thing you can do if you own a restaurant? It's, it's pretty rude. It's pretty rude. I honestly, I would just have told them, like, hey, you know, you, that's very rude. Tonight we're not going to order from you. No, I'm never ordering from there again. Right. I'm done with that. Right. It's the second time that something retarded like that has happened there. At that place? At that place. the other one? I seem to remember something. Uh, something somewhere. Like, uh, I just either couldn't hear them or, like, they, they took another order in the middle oh, of the right. order. There was, like... Uh, uh, yeah, I remember you, you were placing an order and there was, like, tons of noise and yeah. you couldn't hear anything or something. Yeah. Like, they were in the kitchen taking the order. Yeah. And there's... So, yeah, I'm done with that place. <laughs> Chop suey is much better anyway. They are much better. The only reason I really ever wanted to order from that other place is because they uh, give you, like, these Tupperware dishes, which is really convenient. And they deliver. And they deliver. Yeah. But, hey, so that place on Smithville also delivers. Which one? Uh, Dragon City. The other Dragon City, because I think this one's called Dragon City as well. <laughs> oh, is it over there by where I live By now? Ghetto Kroger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. And then there's that place that we ordered uh, from at uh, at your place that one day. Uh, yeah, that place is awesome. Yeah, West not West China? No, uh, I don't. I forget what it's called. I ordered something that had peaches in it. And it was awesome. Peaches, chicken and peaches. Maybe it was chicken and oranges. I think I ordered orange chicken, and there were actually oranges in it. Wow, so that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I I had that place the other day. Actually, good times, good times. All right. So yeah, let us know what you think, everyone. Let us know what you think. Am I out of line? <laughs> I probably am, but uh, oh, fucking pissed me. I, off. I think they were they were they were rude. Uh, maybe maybe overreaction on your part, uh, but yeah, they were. That was very rude of them. So we'll see what uh, see what the listener thinks. Yeah, right back, fuckers. Well, let us know. Yeah, and uh, go read Spider Man sixteen oh two because it sure. narrowly avoided yeah. being vetoed. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right then. Good night, kids. Goodbye. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.